Hello, Monique. Hi. How are you guys? I'm good. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of MMA Happy Hour. Yours truly, Manny, and my co-conspirator here, Monique, talking today about UFC Vegas 86 coming up this Saturday, tomorrow, Mm. and uh, a nice full fight card. We're going to focus on the main card uh, in the next 30 minutes and then talk about maybe like two or three of the prelim card, you know, Mm -hmm. about that kind of catch caught our eye. Um, before we jump into this card, though, let's talk about uh, two things. Number one, what are we drinking today? What are we? Yeah, we are drinking the Miomi Pinot Noir straight from California. It is pretty much a three grape blend, and it pretty much makes like once you pour a glass of it, it's very velvety and super smooth. You can literally, I prefer to drink it on its own, personally, but other people like drinking it with like, you know, like a good, I don't know, back of lamb, you know, some people like drinking it with beef, so I like drinking it by itself, personally, just because it's so smooth, and you can have it with a charcuterie board as well, that's another, like for the ladies out there that like charcuterie boards, this is a really good wine for it. It's super smooth, super light, like super easy going. So I really enjoyed this wine. Well, that was my first swig and uh, mm. very smooth. Yeah. Very smooth. <laughs> I like it. That's a Pinot Noir, which is uh, yeah category of red wines. And um, mm-hmm. I'd say probably Pinots might be my close second. Maybe second okay. or third favorite category of red wine. You like wines. cabs, right? You like cabs first. That's so probably have... my favorite. Like cabs. Yeah, yeah. I can enjoy, a, you know, a good Merlot, um, mm-hmm. Beaujolais Village. I mean, nice. yeah, yeah. All stuff that's kind of in my wheelhouse. But this is very nice. Yo, Manny, very we nice. got to talk about the Super Bowl real quick because, okay. First of all, my question to you is number one. Are you going to a party? Or are you hosting a party for the Super Bowl? Good question. Yeah. So we're we're going to one of our friends' house. They 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 do it like every year. So yeah, we're yeah. kind of somewhat obligated to go to their house. Maybe next mm-hmm. year because we're still unpacking and still yeah. settling in here. But yeah, uh, yeah. So we're going to like neighbor's house. Nice. Okay, I'm hosting the party. Okay. Yeah, it's not at my place. It's at my boyfriend's place. Uh, my yes. parents don't really watch football so it doesn't make sense to do it at our place so um at my boyfriend's place it's going to be eight of us okay and i'm providing i'm buying all the food <laughs> and you're so, and you're preparing the food too um no i'm i'm actually because i don't want to prepare anything for okay. football because i am so hyped okay you want to actually watch the game you want to actually focus properly. I would I not you. be able to cook properly. So we're ordering from a really cool Mexican joint nearby. Nice. So like burritos, burrito bowls, tacos, that kind of thing. You know, perfect food for a Super Bowl. And it's also my boyfriend's dad's birthday, my boyfriend's brother-in-law's birthday, as well as my boyfriend's birthday is coming up uh, the week after. Nice. So, hey, Anthony W., what's up, man? I what's appreciate up? you always tuning in. He's awesome. He's awesome. I know, right? Yeah. So it's that's a good sized crowd. I'm trying yeah. to think. I, I don't think our crowd is going to exceed, let's say, like 15 or so people. Okay. 
yeah, that yeah. In- includes some of the young kids, you know, yeah. so like teenage years. So, you know, it's going to be a nice crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, these people are kind of like family to us. So it'll nice. be it'll be good. It's all it's also nice when you're not hosting. You don't have to worry about cleaning up. And yeah, yeah. So that, that so part what do you like, think like. Okay, so first I have to go tomorrow to the dollar store to get some like, you know, NFL supplies to like judge up the place for a Super Bowl. But at the same time, like who do you think is actually going to win? Like which team do you think is going to win? I have a theory on this, so I want to hear yours first. I I do like the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I I like Patrick Mahomes as a as yeah. a quarterback. Yeah. I think he's just, you know, way better than Brock Purdy is right now. Um, obviously the quarterbacks don't go on the field at the same time. So it's kind of like they don't play against each other per se, but it's the most important position on the field. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes is, is very good at that position. And then secondly, um, the whole narrative, this whole Taylor Swift thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I just, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, man. I don't know how you would mm-hmm. rig it. I don't know how you would fix it. I don't know. <laughs> But the numbers that they're throwing around, the amount of money that's been generated, um, mm-hmm. is, is is it's crazy because of of her dating Travis and then her popularity and stuff. So, yeah, I'm yeah. going with the Chiefs, and I like the Chiefs to win this game by like around by a touchdown, like by seven points. Yeah, yeah. So, like my theory coming into this, so it's funny because this is going to be really like. This is gonna sound really weird, but when uh, my boyfriend <laughs> when my boyfriend got his dog, her name is Maggie. I bought her a jersey to wear because I want her to be in the spirit, you know, for NFL. I got her a Chiefs jersey because I want her to have a team that's super dominant. So. Of course, I bought her this Chiefs jersey, and lo and behold, the Chiefs have gone through the Super Bowl the last few years, right? Um, I personally, it's funny because my team is the Patriots, so it's funny because now the Chiefs are like the new Patriots, right? They always go to the Super Bowl the last three years, and now they're in the Super Bowl again. So I don't want them to win, but I think they're going to win, So if that makes sense. So... The only the only way, which is not going to be a really good way for the San Francisco 49ers to win, is if they block Pacheco, Kelsey, and they blitz Mahomes like the entire time. <laughs> like that's the only way because Mahomes can freaking run. You know what I'm saying? Like he can do yeah. everything. So like it's really hard to do all three of that kind of things in one one time. You know, like, you know, blocking all the the players that are going to get the ball, as well as the quarterback as well, who can do pretty much anything. So most likely the Chiefs are going to win. And my theory is whoever wins the second half to- uh, coin toss is going to win. Because the last time the Chiefs were at the Super Bowl, which was last year against the Eagles... When they did the coin toss, guess who won? The Chiefs. And guess who won the Super Bowl? The Chiefs. First half, who was winning? The Eagles. So, like, that's just kind of, like, how I'm seeing it. So, like, whoever wins the second half coin toss, like, obviously the coin toss, and then they'll they'll defer it to the second half, is probably going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, I just if you look at the last round, yeah, the 49ers had the the um the the Lions and the Lions kind of had them and the Lions mm-hmm. just sort of fell apart and lost mm-hmm. the game. And Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Chiefs had to beat the Bills, and they had to beat the MVP. Now uh, this year, Lamar Lamar Jackson actually won the, the MVP. Ravens. Yeah, yeah. They beat the Ravens, and so even the road to get there, I think, was tougher for the Chiefs than it was yeah. for the Niners. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Niners almost lost. I, look, yeah. I I'm surprised. The, the underdog right now is the Chiefs plus two. Yeah, so just a slight, slight dog. Yeah. But yeah, you're talking about the new Tom Brady and the new Patriots. It's like their era. Yeah. I think they're gonna win. I like I hope they don't, but I think they're gonna win. Like if that makes sense, right? Like and it's now gonna I be... understand people that were booing me the entire time when the Patriots kept, you know, going to the Super Bowl. Now I freaking understand that like phenomenon. Right. Did now. you hear the there was a report that because Taylor Swift is performing very far like she's going to be performing she's in tokyo yeah okay yeah it's gonna work out where because her performance will end at a certain time yep she will be able to then arrive there uh the night before yeah because of the time difference right so like you anybody who has twitter or x or whatever you want to call it they pretty much put out like the time difference and the time zone that um, Taylor Swift is going to be in from Tokyo and then making her way to Las Vegas. It's a, it's, I think it was like 16 hours or something ridiculous like that for a flight. But she obviously probably has a private plane or something like that. So Well, that's what, that's what I wanted yeah. to talk to you about is yeah. the report came out that uh, Taylor Swift's representatives, her people, her agent, whatever, they reached out to the NFL and and requested that the NFL cover that travel to make wow. sure. And she was already going to obviously have travel as part of like her stuff. But in essence, basically, yeah, I guess the NFL is going to foot the bill to get her on a nice little <laughs> private jet back over here ASAP so she could be there. So, yeah, I mean, I hate to say it, but like you can you can bet the NFL, the NFL would rather the Chiefs win. And then have all that, you know, confetti dropping and Taylor Swift's out there. Um, and there's also some irony that they asked Taylor Swift to do the Super Bowl, the halftime, and she turned isn't, it down. Isn't it Usher <laughs> this year? I swear it's Usher in the halftime. I, I think it yeah. might be. I think it yeah. might be. Um, but how ironic would it be that she turned it down, but she's actually going to be there still anyway. And so... Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, thing. it's funny because I remember when the news broke out that Travis Kelsey was dating someone new. And I remember being on the show when this broke out. And I said something like super out there that was so true that Travis Kelsey, for some reason, dated like African-American girls before. And all of a sudden, now she's dating Taylor Swift, who's like the all-time like all-american you know, white, white all-american white girl right so but it, the difference is that those girls no offense to those girls but taylor swift is making bank, bank. compared to those girls right he she is making way more money than travis kelsey and this is probably what he needs to step his game up so like 
there's a good chance that they're probably gonna win because I think she like he even said like when she won the Grammy this year, mm-hmm. he he even said like I gotta hold up my end of the bargain. So, you know, there's always that kind of talk. Like there is that motivation for him to win, you know, another Super Bowl for eight. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. But yeah, that's this Sunday Super Bowl Sunday. So excited, by the way, guys. I'm sorry. I'm more excited about Super Bowl than I am about this card. <laughs> Let's just say that. Well, it's fair. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, we do have some exciting cards coming up, though. You know, to UFC 280, uh, 88 and whatnot. So there are some some good things coming up. But anyway, this card right here tomorrow, I believe, starts at, is it 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern time? Yeah, it it's is. early. Yeah, it's early. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It's 6 p.m. Okay. 6 p.m. Yeah. Eastern, still somewhat yeah. early. Um, 14 bouts in the fight card. Weigh-ins today. I did catch weigh-ins, and the one miss weight was Ihor Pretoria. So we'll get to that fight here in the main card. Talk about that in a second. But mm-hmm. let's go with the main card, work our yes. way down, and yes. we'll go each fight one fight at a time. That first fight that we're going to talk about the main card is Joe Pfeiffer against Jack Hermanson. They both look very good in the scale. They both made weights today, no problem. Pfeiffer's the favorite, minus 258, favorite on, on the money line. You got Jack Hermanson at plus 210. Pfeiffer, been here, like, for what, just a year or two, three fights. It's, like, his third or fourth fight in the UFC. He's mm. now in the main event. Mm. People have heard about the Dana White support. Dana White helped him to buy a home. It, um, I have no issues with that. You know, Dana... Mm. If he wants to be generous with his money, that's nice of him. But obviously, there's a vested interest there. They're they're building this kid up pretty quickly. They're giving him a main event. They're giving him a winnable fight, I believe. I think he wins this fight. Uh, I like the money line. I like the price tag. What do you think? You know what? I was surprised that he was only a minus 258 or whatever favorite because I actually thought he was going to be a higher favorite than that. Now, here's my thing. I do have him winning. I've been winning by KO, but at the same time, you know, Jack Romanson is really good on the ground. So if, you know, uh, Joe Piper has like a slip up or something like that, or he gets taken down, he has lost before by submission. So there is a possibility of that, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's going to make quick work of that. And that's probably going to be the reason why he's going to win. By KO and uh, Jack Hermanson, like I love Jack Hermanson, like I always did, but like at the same time, I just don't think he's gonna be able to like sustain Joe Piper's like pressure for pressure on him, and he's probably gonna win by KO most likely. So yeah, I'm very torn on the method of victory. That's the that, yeah. that really you know I, I'm gonna have like really small plays on the split props, which are you know they're very mm-hmm big odds it's a main event so it's five rounds and you know maybe joe piper's cardio might be a question mark round mm-hmm. four or five yeah you know jack hermanson has good cardio historically but um yeah i mean 27 35 joe piper's the future seems like the kind of fight that he would win and i i like what you're saying by knockout but yeah betting perspective i think the safest bet here is just betting on joe piper to win outright and, money line, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. money yeah. line, and not to not to get too cute with the props. So hmm. we're both on Joe Pfeiffer, and even though I have him by decision at plus six fifty odds, I'm not very 
confident on that spot. I, I kind of agree with you by KO. Okay, moving down to the Komen event. Two names we recognize, guys who fight somewhat frequently. I mean, not the most active fighters, but names you recognize. Dan Ige, Dan 50K Ige, one of the better <laughs> nicknames. Um, and then Andre Touchy Feely, another nickname that you know people remember. Uh, Andre Feely is the replacement fighter, not last minute, but still the replacement fighter. Mm. Ige is the favorite, minus 170 odds. You got Feely at plus 142. Philly's got 33 fights under his belt. So this guy's had a lot of experience. You got 17 and 7 for Danny Ige. What do you think before I give you my pick? Yeah. So, like, how I think of it is that I, uh, Andre Touchy Feely, for me, doesn't have the best fight IQ. And that's the reason why I chose Danny Ige to win by, I chose him to win by decision because I think. Like, his fights haven't been the most, um, how do I say it? Like, impressive wins. Mm -hmm. Like, he's won a lot by decision. He's lost a few times as well. But I just think that, like, he is hard to finish, especially on the ground, because a lot of people don't know he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu as well. So not, not many people know that about him. And so I think that because of that, like, you know, he's not going to be easily taken down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Zeno Gray, I, I like the comment right there. I like Dan Ige winning by decision. Um, Touchy Feelings for me just doesn't have it, like, in terms of his fight IQ, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm probably not the only one who's going to say what I'm going to say right now, or has said what I'm going to say right now, is if you look at the record of Touchy Feely, he's fought some good guys. He tends to lose those fights. Yeah. His wins are... Sometimes by the you know the very very you know barely margin yeah. wins and, yeah. and against okay guys, mm. um, I think Dan Ige is still above average right yeah. now. Um, yeah. And good good punching power, extremely durable. So I do think it goes longer. So I'm confident in the over one and a half as a prop to look at the fight beginning round three. The fight maybe even going the full distance, but I'm with you. I think Danny Ige is the better fighter here, and at minus 170 range on the money line, that's that's a pretty good return on a guy that I have good confidence in. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. All right, we're both on Ige here. Um, need to make sure I'm keeping track of of your picks too here. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I yo last fight card, I only lost two. I remember I I, I did my yeah. picks and I only lost two times. I get one with McCain and one with somebody else. I I forgot that last one, but I remember that. Yes, you did really well last week, and um, I want to say I think I I had one wrong on the main card, prelim card. I got a little banged up at a few spots. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, very well done last week. Okay, so moving down here to the next fight, middleweight clash, 185 pounders. Robert Brzezek, I could be saying that incorrectly, new Polish fighter making his debut, up against Ihor Pretoria, who is the replacement fighter, and he's also coming down a weight class. He last time fought at light heavyweight 205. It's one of the biggest weight differences in all the weight classes. So yeah, yeah. 205, you know, down to that 185. And lo and behold, he had a hard time with his scales. And today he officially missed weight, but it was by two and a half pounds. So he's going to still be able to fight. Um, 
optics were not good. He looked exhausted. looked like he had been sweating it out, so his hair was still a little bit damp. Um, did it trip? But when you look closely and you're looking for everything here on these weigh-ins and a guy's kind of looking, you know, he's the last guy on the scale and whatever else, uh, he almost tripped a little bit as he walked up to the scale and, you know, just looked exhausted. Like the weight cut was really tough for him. And, of course, he missed weight. So that all happened today. He's a slight dog here. And, you know, I could, I guess really could sell, sort of tell I'm leaning away from him. But what do you think about this fight? Yeah, like originally I had him winning actually by KO for some reason. I just think he has the power advantage now. Like, okay, so maybe I'm not one of those people that puts so much emphasis on weight cut because, like I said, like my favorite fighter, Charles Oliveira, I always put this out there. He looks like a zombie when he goes it, on the scale. It's right? such a good thing. Monique, Monique, you are, you are a genius for bringing this up because it's, mm -hmm. it's a really good example. Absolutely right. Go right? ahead. And then you rehydrate and then you become like how many pounds heavier afterwards and you feel healthy again. You feel good. So like I always I don't really put emphasis on on like weight cut that much. Right. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it does play a factor in it, but I don't think it's going to affect the result. I think he's still going to win by KO. I still think he has a power advantage over his opponent. And that's probably where I'm going to go with this fight. So you're going to go with Ihor? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I like it. I like it. You're going to go against the green. Yeah. I don't know how many people are going to react that way in because mm. I think by now a lot of the fans are kind of, like you said, they're getting hep to it. The weigh-ins are tough on everyone. Yeah. You know, fighters miss weight and they win fights all the time. He missed weight. He was heavier. Maybe that translates it to him being the bigger guy. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, his path to victory is is by finish, by knockout. This fight, <laughs> before I saw the lines come out and the props come out, I had the fight going no distance as a spot that I liked. Mm -hmm. Well, that price tag is minus 800. <laughs> so <laughs> you're getting no value there, but it gives you an yeah. idea where the market's at. There will be violence here at some point. Robert Brzezik, Polish fighter. I watched film on him. He's actually somewhat sharp of a fight, like technical, yeah. you know, sharp striker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much more technical than Ihor, who's just a bit of a wild man. But he has to survive that first round with Ihor. Otherwise, you know, like you said, he can, he can get knocked out. But mm -hmm. either way, probably going to be a knockout finish. I like Brzezik in round number two, catching Ihor, who, who starts to get very fatigued and tired, and the weight cut, all this stuff sort of catches up with him. But I, I could be I could be wrong. Okay, let's move on down. Another fight that's going to be excellent fight. I'm looking forward to a possible other finish is Gregory Rodriguez, RoboCop, middleweight clash up against Brad Tavares. And Tavares, a name we've seen for a few years, been around the block. 28 total fights. Um, Rodriguez is a favorite, minus 245. Tavares can be had at plus 200. What do you think? I agree with those odds because Rodriguez, like, I think I have him winning. Okay, so a lot of people probably have him winning by, like, KO or something like that. But I have him winning by decision because I think that Brad Tavares is very hard to finish, right? So, like, that's the reason why, like, I don't think that Brad Tavares has what it takes to win because I think that um, RoboCop is definitely the the stronger fighter. Am I 
my opinion, the one that has the more power him. Oh. We just lost Monique, but she'll be back in here in a second. Probably just had a slight connection issue. Working our way through the main card for UFC Vegas 86. I did have a comment here that I want to respond to. Ryan Steeti comes in asking, Brothers, you can tell me your pick for J. Brom and N. Gajija, along with the Hernandez versus Kamozi fight. And uh, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. So, real quickly here, before we proceed, Monique, we did have a question in the chat. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah. it was... It was Ryan Steedy. Ryan's asking about LFA 176, which is happening tonight. I actually covered that fight card this week, did a write-up, did a whole article. And so for Ryan Steedy, by the way, not sure if, if you're aware, dude. I'm going to put a link down here for you on the screen. We do have a newsletter, and I, I've added some coverage of LFA this year. It's free to sign up for the newsletter. There's a paid version. The paid version is more of a way to donate money to the newsletter, but otherwise the free version covers you. So we did do a whole write-up for LFA 176. And to answer your question, dude, he asks here, uh, J. Brom versus N. Gajaj. Let me look at the names there on, on my Excel sheet. Um, that's Jared Brom versus Nicholas Gajlaj. And Jared Brom's a minus 140 favorite. You got Nicholas at plus 110. I like Jared Brom to win that fight by decision. Then the Hernandez versus Camozzi fight. It's a female fight, I believe. Yeah, strawweight yep. division. Leslie yep. Hernandez, Brittany Camozzi. I like Camozzi here at plus 165. You know, the record is not flattering at one and two, but she's faced some actual decent competition, and she's yeah. very quick. Yeah. So I do like her to win. Are you familiar with these fighters at all? I know Kamozi, and I agree with what you just said. Like, I think the level of competition uh, between those two fighters is so different. I think that Kamozi has fought, like, like you said, tougher competition, and and that's gonna propel her to probably gonna win, even though like her record's not the the best. But you gotta, you know, go through not only their record but the records of the fighters that they face. As well, yes so. yes absolutely so yeah thanks for chiming in um ryan cd tonight lfa will begin at 10 o'clock p.m eastern time bit of a late start on the east coast because they are in arizona but uh should, should be a pretty good fight card and um nikki romano jumps in says what's up fight club hope you all had a great week same to you nikki we're, we're just banging out this main card here for ufc vegas 86 and on that note let's move on to the next fight on the card it is, um, oh, the fight we were just talking about, Rodriguez versus uh, Brad Tavares. And basically, you like Rodriguez to win the fight by decision. Yep. yep. I do like him by knockout, but what you said is so true about Brad Tavares. You know, he is. He is not he is, easy to knock out, man. Yeah. I'm just saying, no. you know, I mean, it, it could be possible. I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm just saying, like, like from his other past uh, wins and stuff like that, it's very hard to to finish him. I'm drinking your Kool Aid here on this because I, I see <laughs> what you're saying. Um, yeah, we we both agree in in, in RoboCop winning the fight. We'll see what happens. He looked very 
good at the scale. I'm not sure for those who don't know, Robocop, very strong physique, a very big guy for this division. I'm not really sure how he makes the weight. He must be somewhere yeah. around 200 and something pounds on, on fight day because he's a, he's a very stocky big guy. Okay, moving on or moving down, lightweight division. We've got Michael Johnson, super-duper veteran, 40 fights total in his career. This will be his 41st fight. Darius Flowers, much less experienced with mixed martial arts, but has done some boxing, and his boxing record is super interesting. It's uh, it's not great. <laughs> a lot of knockout losses, and his MMA record has a lot of first-round finishes or first-round losses, per se, so we don't really usually see this guy go very long, but uh, he's a slight dog here at plus 120. Michael Johnson's minus 142. Michael Johnson's 37 years old, much, much older but much more experience. And uh, what do you think about this fight? Yeah, like, don't get me wrong. I like Michael Johnson. It's just that, obviously, I feel like his time is due, yeah. right? And, I don't know, it's been past due. And <laughs> I just, I like Flowers winning by first-round KO. Like, personally, I just think that Michael Johnson won't, won't really see it coming. And if he does, then that's great. Like, um, a win for him would be great, but... Um, I just don't think that he has what it takes anymore. Like, to be honest with you, it's like, oh, yeah, Anthony W has been, if you guys want to check out his page on uh, Instagram, like, he's been posting a lot of videos of him working out and doing yes. more So that's great, you know, Anthony W, by the way. So I just wanted to shout out that. <laughs> yes, I, I've been uh, liking the videos and, uh, yeah, and, and yeah. uh, I encourage him to to keep doing his stuff. But yeah, Anthony, if you're doing some working out, we're gonna miss you. We're gonna wrap things up soon anyway. But uh, have a good workout, dude. And I'll catch up with you at some point over the next few days. Always a pleasure having you. Adrian. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna go with flowers, and yeah. my heart is with flowers. He's taking the time to do an interview with me, and then also did a second like came through a live show for a few minutes and so mm -hmm. I, I appreciate that and i got to know him a little bit mm -hmm. seems like a nice dude from the midwest he's from iowa but i also know his situation very well and and i'm not going to compare him to anyone i'm just going to say that you know he's still a, a, a um he's still a rough diamond right and you know diamonds yeah. when, they're, when they're first pull out the ground they don't look the way that people have them on their rings and they're mm -hmm. rough. They have to be you know, yeah. shaped and cut and stuff. And mm -hmm. so he's still in that rough diamond mode. And, and I still worry that he can get picked apart here in rounds two and three if it gets to round two and three. Mm -hmm. um, but I agree with you. If he's going to win, it's going to be early on. It's going to be dominant, some type of knockout. And mm -hmm. so that first round for Johnson is going to be it's going to be, uh, you know, a very dangerous round for him. But I like Johnson. I like him by round two knockout. You got flowers by round one knockout either way. Someone's probably getting knocked out. <laughs> okay. Moving down to the first fight in the main card, Rodolfo Vieira, a.k.a. like 25-degree black belt. You know, the guy's one of the best <laughs> fighters in the world. Yeah. Um, made a move to mixed martial arts not late, but like not very early. So his striking is very much behind the curve. Um, and his cardio is kind of hard to explain um yeah. I'll, I'll let you talk about it in a second but uh up against armin petrosian the the gentleman who's fought some very good fighters already has a win over um leroy duncan right that was an impressive win 
has fought some guys like RoboCop, has a, has a chin. He could slug with you. Wrestling is, you know, takedown defense, not great. 35% takedown defense. That could be a problem here against Rodolfo. But um, all that said, just a very tough Armenian dude who's, you know, pretty much in his prime, much better striker, better cardio probably, but the submission ability of Vieira will be looming the entire time. Vieira is a minus 115 on the line. You got Petrosian at minus 105. It's an essence to pick him. What do you think? Yeah, I actually want to know your opinion first okay. before I, I chime in because I'm a little bit biased. So, okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for your opinion first, and then I'll, I'll chime in with mine. I really think you could bet this fight and be guaranteed money by doing this. You could put a small amount of money on Rodolfo Vieira by round one submission at plus three hundred range. That's where it's at currently. And that's probably where he would win the fight is round one submission. They're not too slippery yet. And he's still full of energy and he's ready to get a submission. I worry about his cardio. If we get past round one, I think Armand's going to be just too energetic, too much output. And I think Armand then would finish him in round two or three because Vera is too tired. And I think that's actually what's going to happen. So I like Armand to win the fight round two or three by a TKO. And again, more like a TKO. He doesn't like he doesn't like knock out Armand. Armand's like unconscious. It's just Armand is balling up and not returning fire. So give me a round two finish by Petrosian. This this money line here of minus one hundred five, minus one hundred, plus one hundred five. Awesome return. I think he's a way better fighter, but that that's just me. So what do you think? Yeah, I like Petrosian, but here's the thing, like. I'm a little bit biased because you know me. My boyfriend's a freaking BJJ person, you know. I yeah. I always want to cheer for the BJJ guys and girls, including Mackenzie Dern, right? So, yeah. Um, I think like you're right. I think that if um, Beer is gonna win, it's gonna be by first round submission. Mm-hmm. And I think he can do that. I think he's gonna neutralize him. I don't know much about Petrosian's um. Takedown defense, right? It's thirty-five percent, like which is not good. <laughs> yeah, see, now that makes me a little bit more confident <laughs> in Vera's um, ability to take him down and his ability to neutralize him and put him in a position that he'll be very vulnerable in. On the, so, on the on the other hand, though, yeah, if you look at some of Vera's fights, he has yeah. had fights where he has like one takedown in like twenty attempts. No, I agree. So he can also not get takedowns at a very high rate, which you know, I mean. But he could, he could like counter, like if if a Petrosian tries to, you know, um, uh, give it a punch, he could try to counter with the takedown. Like I I could definitely see that happening. Um, I obviously like don't. Like I, I would say follow my lead, but at the same time, I'm very biased because I'm, you know, for the BJJ guys. So like, you know, Viera is amazing. Uh, he is like BJJ royalty to us. Yes. So yes. like, for for him to uh, be competing in the sport and doing like not like exceptionally well, but not too bad at the same time is 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 pretty exciting for us. So like, you know. Um, anybody who doesn't like know who I'm talking about, like uh, Viera is like BJ Royalty. Bushesha is BJ Royalty. Danielle Kelly 
you know, like uh, Charles Oliveira, like all those kind of people. And there's obviously more Mackenzie Dern, all BJJ royalty. So I'm always going to root for them. And so, like, you can you can say what you want about the record, but at the same time, like, they, they do get the job done. And so I, I do have Vieira winning. I have him winning by first-round submission. I don't know what submission, but he's he, he, he if he's going to win, he's going to win by first-round submission. That's for sure. So for your main card picks, you have Vieira, Flowers, Rodriguez, Ihor yep. Pretoria, yep. Ige, Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. I have Pfeiffer, Ige, we both agree there. But then I have Robert Brizik, you have Ihor, mm-hmm. both have Robocop. I have Michael Johnson, you have Darius Flowers, so does Haley. She also has Darius Flowers. Too. <laughs> um, nice. And then you like Vieira, um, yeah. I like Armin Petrosian. Okay, let's talk about two fights in the premium card before we wrap things up here. Yeah. Female fight, Luma. Luke Bumi versus Bruna Brazil. You got Luke Bumi at minus 285. The biggest favorite on the prelim card mm-hmm. and the biggest favorite on the entire card, actually, now that I'm looking at the numbers. So minus 285 for Luke Bumi, plus 234 for Brazil. So obviously, Brazil's the biggest underdog on the card. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a trap waiting to happen, right? Because, the, you know, the female fights it can get very close go to splits and you know whatever happens and the judges one guy sees this one girl sees that you know it's tough but any thoughts on this fight yeah i agree with the numbers only because i think the person who is the favorite in this card i think that she's the better fighter yeah That's no i like Lou. i like yeah. Luma. yeah i like her i like her output yeah she's a she's a pretty good wrestler yeah things that throw Dang. the thing that might throw some people off is the reach bruna is the much taller fighters so she's got some reach and height advantage but loom has fought better straight schedule yeah, if, she, if she fought better people and she could neutralize her in a position where she's vulnerable then for sure yeah yep and she's very yeah. good at closing distance even though she doesn't mm-hmm. have the reach so yeah, yeah i do like luma she's one of my favorite pieces on the, on the fight as an outright uh parlay piece on the money line so mm-hmm. i like luma i like her by decision oh by the way Luma by split is plus 450 odds, which is very low return um, for a split price. Kind of caught my eye. And if you have Brazil by split, she's plus 1100. So, like, super wide gap on, on yeah. a split prop. Usually it's not like that, but. No, uh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Little, yeah. Little, little weird, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, one more fight on the prelim card I want to talk about. Let's go with the. Uh, let's go with Jeremiah Wells and Max Griffin. Oh my so, God! Wow. Okay. Yeah, so, Max Griffin, forty fights. This will be his fortieth fight. Been around a long time. Extremely mm. durable. Thirty-eight years old. Mm. Uh, not much finishing ability, but also like never gets finished. And then Jeremiah Wells, bit of a Tasmanian devil. He's thirty-seven, so he's only one year younger, but only has fifteen fights or so. And um, a bit of a grappler, trains at a grappling heavy gym in Philadelphia, Renzo Gracie. Any thoughts on this fight? So I'm kind of split because, like you said, Max Griffin is really hard to finish. 
right? But at the same time, with Wells being a grappler, like that can change the game for because Max Griffin, like he doesn't really like he. I know him more of a striker than I I know of him and his ground game. So like if he can get him to the ground, I think that he has a good chance of winning. So I'll go with Wells in this fight yeah wells the favorite minus 155 griffin's yeah. plus 130 and you're absolutely right wells is, uh, is very effective on the ground high mm. finish rate um mm. but i'm gonna go with the savvy veteran max griffin to win this fight by decision mm. i think he's gonna gonna pull it off and um yeah what about your fights where are you watching them at this weekend well, it's hard because um, my gym has this uh, purple belt tournament that's happening. So, like, a lot of our purple belts as well as other purple belts around the the area are competing in this kind of, like, uh, uh, Copa-style tournament where they kind of, like, uh, face against each other and they get to the final round and then the person who wins wins, like, a grand prize or whatever. So I'll be, I'll be watching that. So I might not be able to watch the fights okay. um, because I want to support uh, the people from my gym, right? Awesome. So that's, cool. that's, that's cool. I know it's cool. It's very cool. Um, and so and there's also some super fights that are happening that night too. So it's going to be a long night. For us at the gym, but uh, I'll definitely have my phone like ready for like, <laughs> like stuff like that. The yeah. updates, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably gonna be able to watch all of it, which is great. And, nice. Um, nice. Which you know be, leads me to leads me to say this: not this weekend, and maybe it's not next weekend, but beginning next weekend, basically the next those two weeks. So ne- next weekend and the weekend after that. There are so many MMA events. There's KSW has back-to-back weekends of events. There's the Polish promotion. You've got one one championships has an event, I believe, next weekend. You have Bellator versus PFL. That's the Bellator titleist and the PFL champions against each other. That's the same weekend as a UFC event that also has a KSW event. I think Octagon's that weekend. LFA 177 might be that weekend. Um, yeah, there's going to be so much mixed martial arts beginning the next two weeks. Not this weekend, per se. This weekend has, like I think, like Octagon, LFA. Um, but, yeah, just a, an abundance of riches for people that love mixed martial arts, especially the smaller, you know, regional promotions. A lot of – oh, Cage Wars. Cage Wars 166 or 167 is also coming up, like, in two weeks. Um, so yeah, if you miss anything this weekend, the next two weeks are going to be, you know, packed with, packed with stuff. So, yeah, no, uh, anybody who I, I'll be texting you, Manny, during the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, yes, okay. yes, please do. I'm going to be watching, I'll have my phone handy. Um, and uh, and I look, go Chiefs, man. I think the Chiefs are going to take it, take it home. I think the yeah. Chiefs are going to be selling. Celebrating on stage, you're gonna have Taylor Swift like coming from the, the luxury box on some type of like a rope, like flying her onto they'll turn it into a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> they should make it a Taylor Swift concert at the end. So if they win, they just they just rush out and they just pay her like a they just give her a blank check. Like, listen, Taylor, if 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 we can rig the game for your boyfriend to win, here's the deal. We'll pay you five hundred million dollars. <laughs> To yeah, come yeah. out there and just do yeah. one song 
and and pull on pull Travis Kelsey on stage. Like I, I know I'm being crazy, but imagine the amount of like the the viewership. It would break the wavelengths. It would break oh, internet. Sure. It would break yeah, everything. That's if they win. That's if they win. Well, no. if, if they can fix the game, <laughs> they fix the game to make sure they win, and you know they can sort of they can make sure that five hundred million dollar check. They get, I don't know how much they would have to pay to yeah. do that, but yeah, it's it's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. Let's uh, make sure we uh, keep in touch throughout the game, and uh, I'll see you next week. Sounds good. See you guys. Thanks, Manny. All right. Peace. Bye. Later, Monique. All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, shout out to the people that came through. Anthony W., Nick Romano, Ryan Stiti. Mr. Ryan Stiti, I think the first time you came through, which is good to have you, my man. Zeno Gray, always good to have you as well. And uh, I'm missing anyone else. That was uh, pretty much the group. Our phrase around here, E-L-E, everyone love everybody, right? Everybody love everybody. I'm sorry, not not everyone. Everybody love everybody. E L E, very important. So yeah, enjoy the weekend. There's some boxing, I believe, going on tonight. Oh my gosh, a lot going on in combat sports. Of course, there's NBA, NHL, the big football game on Sunday. Enjoy your weekend. Have a blast. Thanks again for joining us. And if you're doing any wagering this weekend, you know, best of luck to you guys. See you soon. Deuces.